This is the dialogue box with Gwen Frey and Chris Slight. I like when you slip into that voice of your uh, like official oh, yeah. talking it's about things. So I slight it's slightly lower than your normal voice, and it, it's good. It's because I worked in theater when I was in high school. Oh, like, really? Yeah, it's, that's uh, you know that announcer person. Hello and welcome to the Oakton High School's presentation of My Fair Lady. Wow! Please turn you're... off your cell phones. Yeah, it can just drop into it. It will. You're really good at that. <laughs> Should I? Yeah, there's no money in that, Chris. It's not like a, a thing. Yes, there is. There's, there's mo- totally money in that. Voiceovers. Sh- voiceover? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like hearing my own voice. I will never listen to this podcast. We're going to push this out into the world, and then other people are going to tell me uh, what I sound like and what I did right and wrong, and I'm just going to believe them. Um, rather than ever hear myself talk. Yeah, I, I'm fine with hearing myself talk. I've super got used to it. I suppose you gotta, like, do that all the time, I imagine, right? Because you're... Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be editing this podcast, so... Yeah. There is, there, is, there is a moment in the future that is now the past for the person listening to this. So there's all sorts of time zones going on there where I am sitting listening to myself back right now editing this. This, this may not even be in the show. I don't know at this stage. Who knows? This is mind-bending. I don't know how to handle this. I know, right? Yeah. But we figured we'd talk about video games and stuff together. And we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about ourselves because who doesn't like talking about themselves, really? Where did you start out? Where did you begin? Like you said, you were a waitress. How did you end up working on Bioshock Infinite? Like that's quite uh, a step. I was, uh, I went to school uh, to learn how to animate, and at the time I was just kind of like stupid. Um, I was like, huh. yeah, I, I really wanna, I wanna be an animator. That sounds so cool. That's what I wanna be. Uh, and I, um, everyone at school was like trying to be film animators and stuff, uh, and that's what I wanted to be too, because I had never. No one ever told me that you could make video games. Uh, like that wasn't a job back in the day. That wasn't nor like a career. There was no trajectory to get to there. Um, so when I started out, I thought I'd be a film animator, and I was like, I like drawing and animation. I like computers stuff, and I figured I'd give up and become a programmer. So I went to RIT, which is a tech school that has a pretty good uh, programming degree. And uh, I was like, this will probably fail. I'll give up on this art thing and. I'll become a programmer. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to waste my life playing World of Warcraft, which I played so much. Which I oh, played. Really? I was guild leader on the second biggest guild on Ticondrius after I had left the launch server where I played Vanilla WoW for like, like I it was gross how much I played. In hindsight, in hindsight, at the time I I I loved it. At the time I was having a great time, um, but uh, as it turned out, all that that time I spent wasting. Um, got me into the games industry because one day I went out to, uh, I, well, in college around my, my senior year, I ran into a bunch of, uh, programmers that wanted to be game developers and they just needed any artist. And I was like, oh shit, I can make games. This is amazing. And I stopped playing yeah. WoW and I started using all the, the 3D skills I had to help them. Uh, and back then we, we were working in a uh, piece of software called Ogre 3D. It wasn't even a game engine. They were just making game engine off of this render stuff. Nerd shit. This doesn't matter. The point is, like, I, I, th- I, started... I think we qualify as nerdy. Like, we're doing a podcast about video games. You can go nerdy. It's all good. 
<laughs> Ogre 3D is a, uh, it, basically I didn't even have like an engine or mods or stuff. We were just work, working on whatever we could. Um, but yeah, I, I went out to uh, a game conference out in California as like a kind of Hail Mary uh, at the end of my senior year. And uh, I actually landed a job working in MMOs because I could articulate exactly why the Druid was the ideal tank at the time in Burning Crusade. Um, nice. And that was like, that was what got me in, uh, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, and then I, I worked my way, I worked in MMOs for a number of years. There was a time when uh, everybody was investing in MMOs. Mm, then, I remember those times. Yeah, everybody was like, we're going to make the next World of Warcraft. And then after the that... The WoW killer, and no yeah, one did. <laughs> no, not even... Well, we can go into that. There have been a lot of good MMOs. There have been oh, MMOs oh, that don't are get profitable. Me wrong. Yeah, totally. There's been really good ones, but I don't think anyone ever... Because I think it was the press that used the term WoW killer. And yeah. I don't think anyone ever did that. Like, WoW's just released a new expansion, like, yesterday. So, they're still going. <laughs> yeah, they're still going. The, um... The thing about people who play MMOs is they only ever play one game. Whereas, mm. like, it, I'm working in the indie space now. Indie gamers tend to buy many games, right? They tend to yeah. move from game to game to game really quick, really quickly. Um, and that's <laughs> good for for people who want to make small indie titles. Uh, MMOs are very challenging because you basically have to get a massive number of people to stop playing the MMO they're playing and start playing your MMO. Mm. Or you have to invent a new market for your MMO. Um, you have to to suddenly find a bunch of people who have never heard about MMOs or aren't, aren't obsessed with the game and get them into it. Um, but the entire premise of, of those kinds of, those style of games is this is the only game you play. Uh, it will take over your life. And it I feel like um... Even Destiny, I feel like most people I know that play Destiny pretty much only play Destiny. Um, it takes a chunk of your time, yeah, it's true. I know a lot of people, like, I love Destiny, but I'm not quite in that camp of people that I know that are like that, yeah, which is, like, every night, that's, that's what they do. Yeah, well, you can't be, right? You have to be able to articulate your thoughts about various games at the drop of a hat. This is I'm, true. I imagine, or, like, um, yeah. It, like, it helps to know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it, and that's that's true in my industry too. Um, less so if you're an artist, but definitely if you're a designer, you better have played the latest thing. Uh, you better have an opinion about the game of the year. You've in the indie space, it's ludicrous. You have to play every goddamn thing. People will be like, "What? You didn't play her story yet? You didn't play her yeah. story?" I'm like, "No, because I was played the fifty other fucking games that I actually wanted to play, and there's so many games right yeah, now." Yeah, that's the thing. That's I'm at least in the position where I don't have to play every single indie game ever. Like I'm, I'm quite happy with that. I don't, I don't have the. There's so many. Like I, just from me interviewing, because a lot of the stage things I do would involve indie developers, and so I interview so many of them. Like over the course of three days, and it's like, there's there are so many games. There are. It's it's exploded, and I don't want to um, I don't want to complain. Like the competition is really good. Uh, the bar is really high right now in the indie space, and it's, um, I'm, like, this is embarrassing to admit, but I, there have been times when I have sat at home for hours just scrolling through Steam, just a little bit terrified, and kind of like decision paralysis, I don't know which game to play, there are so many, um, mm. and terrified, how do we stand out in a space where there are 
so many games in every genre <laughs> and it's uh and, and making a game is so accessible and there's so many more people entering the space right now it's it's intense there's a reason why people say the indie apocalypse stuff and there's a reason for uh for for just the uh what do i how do i articulate this I sense a fear in this industry of people who have been around, especially in the indie space, for a while. Uh, not coming from famous people, like, Jonathan Blow is probably not scared, but from some other people uh, in the Boston area. I definitely detect a, a certain amount of... Um, it's terrifying that there's this much competition. It's terrifying that there's this many games you have to play. Uh, it's good. It's good, and you you can't complain about it. You have to be happy about it because uh, competition makes everything healthier. Um, but I mean, you sit down and you have to make a you have to make a decision. Am I going to get into VR uh, and go hard for VR in the hope that this market at some point actually has a, a certain number of people, or am I going to be the first to market on the Echo, which I like? <laughs> I don't know how many people out there have even heard of the Echo. Uh, or are you going to go free-to-play? That's terrifying. You can't compete in the free-to-play space unless you have millions and millions of dollars to drop on marketing. Um, in terms of, like, because you're saying, like, competing and competition, I'm. I, it, this is, like, I'm guessing just competing for people's attention and visibility, because is that the worry? Like, what what is the yeah. the core of the worry? Like, that there's just so many games your game will never be seen? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. <laughs> is this is this surprising to you? No, 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 no. It's just interesting. I, I haven't actually. It makes sense, but I don't think I've ever heard that articulated by anyone in particular. I think because you, the only time on my side of things, and probably on the consumer side of things as well, the only time you're hearing about a game is someone's showing you a game, so you already know about it. Uh. Like, and they're not talking about being worried about people seeing it because you're already seeing it. So it's, I guess it's not a conversation you hear that much unless you're talking to developers. Oh, I am. Um, the fear is very real. If you, something I do for fun, because I'm a very boring person, is you can, <laughs> this, this is not a lie. I go on a Steam Spy and I look at a, a game that came out maybe a month ago and I mm. um, look at uh, how many units they've sold and how basically, maybe not a month, maybe a game that's two or three months old look at the number of units they've sold and how much they're selling it for and then I do some quick math to figure out their burn rate um, like how much how much they probably spent to make the game and I look at how in the hole they are like how uh, and the it's the indie space is very boom and bust you know uh, you there's no room for mediocre in that space for instance I would also say I mean, you have to understand this is not an indie-only problem. This is a problem across... Not a problem. This is a reality across the entire industry right now. Mm. Um, I, If you're going to make a cartoony first-person shooter, you better be making the best cartoony first-person shooter. At this stage, yeah. You best be as good as Overwatch. <laughs> or, or you're done. Like, there's I, no room for six of those, and I don't think no. they're all going to make it. Um, I, I know that just from my perspective, because I play a lot of Overwatch, and I see the, the new ones coming out, and I'm just like... Just looks like Overwatch, but not as good. Like mm. this, this has none of the appeal that Overwatch has. And there you're was... all making a similar thing, and like, you've got to be better at this stage. Like I'm like, you've, I've got to see that and be like, it's different enough for me to not play Overwatch, and you need to be better than that. 
Oh man, and can you imagine if you had you had started on this game before Overwatch existed? Yeah. You started on this game two years ago, and then Overwatch came out, and you just had that moment at the bar where you were like, "Oh fuck!" Shit, Blizzard fuck. made one, and now it's we really gotta, fucking good. And now we gotta, <laughs> now we gotta, we still have to launch this. What are we gonna God, do? Yeah. Not launch it, and like, yeah. the, like, oh man, here we go. Uh, Blizzard have got a bit of money behind them as well. Yeah, they've. Yeah, I would Oh, have. God. They've spent a lot of time on this. There's a lot of them. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. It's good as well. Oh, no. But, I mean, what if it had flopped and then you were the one that, that oh, made yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Holy crap. That'd be awesome. But it, it, this is the industry. It's very competitive. This is all of entertainment. I imagine... I mean, I've been talking about, about my side of things and, and game development, but I can't imagine how you... How do you stand out as a streamer? You did a stream earlier today. How many people mm. were watching that? And, and oh, how? like not many like 12 like it, it, honestly the my personal streams is not a thing that i make money off of or really get too much traction out of it's kind of it's almost like uh like practice in a way like it's kind of just constantly keeping myself doing something and i'm constantly talking and trying to be interesting and so it's kind of just keeping your tools sharp uh, at that point, which is tools sharp. That's a thing people say all the time if they're in any way making money that isn't someone giving them money. Dude, that's fascinating. I, I, I don't want to say creative because I don't consider what I do creative in any way. It's just me existing. But like, <laughs> it's, yeah, no, that that is totally what my personal streams are kind of for. It's just me can't i'm doing something like i'm not just doing nothing because i do streams that i actually get like paid for and yeah. uh, my job which is with devolver digital and xsplit to advertise there but uh yeah my personal streams like like i've got a nice core of 10 people that seem to have followed me for years and like things that i do but i don't have like them because to get noticed being a streamer is yeah i imagine it's kind of the same thing like if you want to make that your job like, I just got back from a convention where the focus was these people that are streamers. And I was talking to this one dude who's, like, he's a pretty big guy in the UK. And I was sort of sat next to him on a sofa while we were with the team doing things. And I was like, how long have you been doing this, man? And he was like, oh, about, I've been YouTubing, like, since about six years ago. I've probably been streaming for four years. And it's probably been my job for the last two. And I was like, shit. And I was like, how old are you? And he was like, 22. And I was like. I was like, Jesus. That feel, yeah, that seems, that makes sense to me. I don't understand Twitch entirely. I mean, I get it. Like, maybe if you're, if you're at college or something and you're, mm. you're super bored and you just need background noise. Um, oh, of I, I, there are, there are some people like, I do, I like Twitch in as much as I like, uh, because a lot of the people that I watch with regularity, I kind of know anyway. So, mm -hmm. like, the people I already know in person. There's not many people that I don't know that I watch. Yeah. Uh, but I do like a good Let's Play. Like, I really like that. Like, uh, So, this large streamer that was sitting next to you on the couch, he does, like, reviews of games and things? No. No, he just plays games. Just That's plays his whole games. thing. Just plays games all day. Most days. I mean, a lot of it. The thing is, like, a lot of it, I was watching them and it was, like this is so not for me like this is it's just brash and teenage and like uh, brash and teenage in that way that as someone who's a bit older a bit older i'm 30 someone who's older <laughs> looks at it and just go god that's so insensitive and like your humor is so like I, c I can get that as someone who was there when i was younger 
but I just can't connect with this now, and it's loud and like <laughs> so much. This Dude, is the thing. I heard someone describe streamers like PewDiePie and people like that. Not well, PewDiePie is a Let's Player, but a similar thing. Uh, like someone described it to me as like it's like kids TV, but with loads of swearing in it. Like okay. it's like that level of like god this is so dark like not good kids tv that like as a man baby you can still watch <laughs> but like like crap kids tv when you're a kid that your parents would watch and be like jesus what are you what like they're just it's just noise and colors this is just offending my brain with how stupid it is <laughs> all the adult swim stuff did you grow up with the adult swim cartoons god yes i do it was oh, diff more god. difficult to find in the uk but yes i did like space goes coast to coast I've lived for that cartoon. <laughs> wow, that's actually yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Uh, oh, although that wasn't Adult Swim. That was on BBC Two no, over here. That was yeah. Was Ren so and Stimpy good. was a different thing. A lot of people yeah. are like the animation nerd sidetrack for a second. A lot of people are really really into that art style, uh, and it mm. grosses me out. I can't handle Ren and oh, Stimpy. It is. It's it such is a totally gross. It like. It's like my soul itches when I like it, it's <laughs> gross. I just yeah. I it offends the eyes. I hate the yeah. look. I hate I the fucking, look. Oh, oh my god. god. I I loved that program so much and like I've gone back and watched like bits of it and oh still so good. Like oh there's this one bit where like they're they're delivering door like this is a total sidetrack. They're delivering door to door rubber nipples. They're trying to sell them and they knock on a door and it's Mr. Horse. I forgot. I think his name was Mr. Horse, like the, the, the horse guy. And he stood there. And they're just chit chatting. And it's kind of funny. And then he goes, Oh, I don't need any uh, rubber nipple protectors. And he goes, Oh, but do you have any rubber walrus protectors? And the music gets super creepy. And like the atmosphere totally changes. And he just, with like his hoof on the head of this walrus, pulls it out and he's like holding it up in front of them. Dude, and the I don't walrus. Even know what the fuck you're talking about right now like this the is the, the walrus is looking at them and the best part is he just staring at ren and stimpy with a terrified face and this walrus just goes call the police and then the scene ends and they're doing something else and oh it's so good i loved it but yeah like you would you would watch that at the time your parents would see that and be like this is so stupid and dumb but that's kind of what i think a lot of these like oh. PewDiePie makes no sense to me like I don't get it I literally don't get why I that's so popular it. I want to understand it really badly I like um I've I used to not understand podcasts and then I totally True. did understand podcasts and now I'm making a podcast and I'm sure True. like there's got to be streams there are streams there are. that are, are. like totally people are. I... who are who are doing art and things and that's oh 100% like, oh I love seeing the process behind somebody who's drawing some, like behind uh, uh, concept art it's really fun seeing like the rough concept art and the concept art that doesn't make it uh the yeah. thumbnail sketches like that's fun so i can i can see like see, i i love like game grumps i watch a ton of game grumps which Ooh, what uh is game grumps they are let's players and particularly uh, a guy danny and aaron they're they're really good and i enjoy them and to me they're kind of like a podcast with a video component like i can just sit and listen to these guys talk they're arranged from because they'll sit and record themselves playing this game for like in six hour chunks or so and yeah. so you just get over the course of like a month you get all these 10 minute episodes of like a conversation and it's just like oh, i love that so i get that whereas they're not like necessarily screaming all the time and like there's no face cam so it's not like zooming in on them and 
that's the thing about PewDiePie. There's too much energy and noise that I am too old to connect with at this stage. <laughs> Maybe. I was never <laughs> Like, I'm just like, this too much. <laughs> like, I, I've... Yeah, I don't watch PewDiePie either, but I have a... Um, I've been observing the youth. This is shitty to say, but like I'm, I'm trying to really hard to understand a lot of this stuff. And what I've noticed okay. is you're not alone. A lot of people will put on a, a stream or a podcast and then they'll go to their phone and they'll start playing a game on their phone while they listen to the stream. Uh, like nobody's ever focused entirely on one medium anymore. Oh, uh, God, no. Yeah, so I mean, I think I'm old because I I still want that, and that's what's actually interesting to me about VR is where it's like no 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 no, you're gonna sit down and you're only gonna be in VR, um, and you're gonna that's just true. experience only this thing, uh, and I I think that's uh maybe why VR didn't quite strike like lightning yet, um, I think we've lost uh attention span as a species. Like, as a species, we've just gotten too uh, used to multitasking and not mm. just, like, focusing on one goddamn... Like, if you're going to sit down and watch a movie, shut the fuck up, sit down and watch the movie. Don't um, don't listen to the movie while you play with your phone um, and chat with your buddy about the game that's on your phone or some shit. Like, oh, uh, in the cinema? Yeah, shut the fuck yeah, up. Like, like um, seriously, super shut the fuck can up. We, like, can we, like, old person rant? We're not even that old, man. Like, no. why do I feel so old when I, every time I boot up Twitch, I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I don't understand. Oh yeah, I get that all the time. I don't get it. Like, but there, there is a level of acceptance that is quite nice where you just have to go, I am old. I'm not going to get this. That's fine. Like, it's not, a pr- it's not for me. <laughs> I can, I can understand it because you get, um, when you're a gamer, you think of gamers and you think of like, what is the, the median gamer? It is a... Mm probably a white dude that's 22 like that's what you yeah. think in your head but in reality gamers and also game developers and game press all of us we're actually a lot of us are are like late 20s early 30s maybe even older um mm. and, and we have you noticed the number of games where you're playing as a father have like upticked yeah. intensely like there's yeah. so many games now about like responsibility and and being a dad uh that was not around when like 10 years ago so so there is uh there is this thing that happened where uh we got a little bit older maybe got a little more mature got white picket fences or some you know whatever uh and and uh the new experiences the experiences for we're still trying to wrap our minds around the fact that we're not the 22 like the sitting down no sitting down and playing a console game um, at your your PS4 is probably something that people our age do, and something that the kids do is I don't know I'm not one of them like um, fuck around on the phone and listen to Twitch, uh, and and we just have to be cool with that because it's nice being a little older. We have things, yeah, money and and a lot of weird games about fatherhood. A now. lot of games about fatherhood now. Yeah, now you've said that it is like oh yeah there is isn't there? <laughs> it's like everyone suddenly got a bit older and was like. I either want to make a game that's like Mario or Metroid, or I want to make it about my kid now. Yeah, it's either nostalgia or it's like, uh, yeah, it's the responsibility. I'm like, shit, I'm a dad. I ain't got time to worry about fucking Metroid. Let, let's talk about this shit. <laughs> yeah, save the world, try changing a diaper. Jesus. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm like, uh, yeah, remember when the worst thing that could happen in a game was like, <laughs> your pet died or like... 
Oh yeah, that Aries was there was that period. Oh my god! I oh hate yeah, it. the pet thing. <laughs> the dog. I, oh, oh my I god. hated that so much. It used to make me so sad. It's just like real life. First you get a dog, and oh, then god, you get it a is. kid. Oh, so, what's next? Oh man, can, grandparent like nursing home battles. Death. It's gonna <gasps> be death next. Dude, you gave death. it to us. Now I know. Now we're going to. Uh, I, I've been trying to think of what we want to do for our next game. Oh shit! Totally death. gonna be grappling with death in the nursing home. Yes. Yeah. The idea of that you're suddenly now a child again, despite being older than everyone in the room. <laughs> like everyone's talking to you, like oh, and like going oh, doesn't they're cute? And it's like I'm so <laughs> much older than you. Like I'm not cute. Why am I in this house in a nappy? I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, I like that's Dude, I like your British voice when you went into that. I know I'm not supposed to make fun of you for being British. You can, but you, totally, you can. Totally went like Queen on it. Like when John Stewart pretends to to do the the Queen voice. Sorry. I don't think I've heard John Stewart doing a Queen voice, but. Oh my God, he makes fun of the Queen, and it's funny. Sorry. What? He's gone now. <laughs> we are not allowed to talk about him. We're old. This is the problem. John Stewart is gone now, and everything's. People are listening to Twitch. Um, we should probably wrap this up at some point, or I'm yeah. just going to sit here shouting about the same thing over and over again. That's fine. Repetition. Repetition and figure of speech. That's how you get people. Oh, uh, good to, point. Yes. Uh, so let's let's say the ending like eight times. This okay. Is, this has been the dialogue box with Gwen Frey and Chris Light. Oh, do you slipped into the voice halfway. Do you wanna, do you, uh, yeah, you're right. I should try again. Um, this has been the dialogue box with Chris Light and Gwen Frey. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Who's name? You should go first. I you're go you're first. you're a bigger name than me. I'm. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Didn't we? Oh, we cut the whole the whole episode where I was like, I am not a big deal because I am not a big deal. Um. Yeah, but if someone walks in and says, "Here's one of the developers from Bioshock Infinite," or "Here's a dude that was on a television show on a Freeview channel in the United Kingdom," you were on was- CNBC. Once. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> I've never been on CNBC. I know, but I've never made Bioshock Infinite. So I would lead with you. <laughs> I should lead with Bioshock Infinite when I describe myself to people. You should. I should just yeah. be like, hi, my name's Gwen. I made Bioshock Infinite with some with 80 other with, people. With some, some other people were apparently involved, but yeah. I never saw them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's this guy. They were all in distribution. I don't know what they did. <laughs> Whole distribution. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. <clears throat> hey, it's been great chatting with you. Hey. Hey. It's, it, it, hey. It's been great chatting with you as well. <laughs> that was natural as hell. I love it. That was terrible. We should we should just cut everything. Hey. Hey. It's you know, hey. Hey. It's been it's been really great, you know? Yeah, we should we should definitely shut up now. That's enough. <laughs> We've recorded enough. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slate, and this has been the dialogue box. You were in the dialogue box. I like the whole you were in. That's nice. You that was your idea. Was it? Yeah. Oh I I have so many ideas, mate, I don't even remember them all. (laughs) I definitely came up with that. I'm like, that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna Uh, start taking credit for your shit. No. You should. You should. Well done. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine.